All right, everybody, welcome to Sideline Spectator Season 3, Episode 14. Jake Smith, no Sam Kell, not going to get paid this week, is what it is. He's on bank hours. Uh, we got Austin Covington in the building. So we probably went from one of our most listened to episodes with Chad Withrow to, you know, people probably want to cancel the podcast now that he's on. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Cove, I would say I appreciate you coming on, but. I don't actually mean that. So yeah, we all you're just here. That, so. Yeah, yeah. I just I fill in sometimes. I haven't got a check yet, so it yeah, is what it is. So we're gonna do opening takes. We're gonna talk uh, Rogers, uh, Pat, Pat Mahomes, and the Chiefs, their problems, Patriots and Broncos, Raiders or uh, Ravens, Forty Niners, uh, Baker Mayfield. Gonna do a little Baker talk, uh, and then ballers and bums parlay to poverty. I'm sure we're gonna talk some basketball in this since uh, Cove is here, but Cove, you're making uh, zero dollars on this episode, so I'll uh, I'll let you go first. Right. So, yeah. So my opening take is um, Sean Payton Mm. is the problem in Denver, not Russell Wilson. And I'm not saying it's not Russell Wilson's fault, but so if I'm not mistaken, the Broncos went on like a five, six game winning streak, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And everybody was like, oh, they've turned it around, you know, whatever. But since Sean Payton's got there, he's he's talked crap about the previous regime, which we all know sucked. We all know that was terrible. But all he's done is dog them. And then he comes out and just he gives up a 70 point performance to the Dolphins and then his de- the, the defense is not good is is one of their main problems. And I just think Sean Payton is is overrated. I think I think he's very overrated. He had one Super Bowl appearance, one with Drew Brees. Um but I think he's highly overrated. All these guys you know everybody thinks he's a great coach and I think he's a he's an average coach. But he wasn't the one to turn Denver around and he's probably going to end up I think me and you have discussed this. He may end up going to the Chargers in a trade or so, or something crazy. That's where he wants to be, I'm sure. But but yeah, I just think Sean Payton is is one of the problems in Denver. And then I mean, it's not all Russell Wilson. I mean, their their defense is not that good. And Sean Payton is not that good. He's all right. Uh, I would I would argue back. I think. Um... I think Sean Payton is probably the second best offensive minded coach off slash offensive coordinator uh, of our lifetime. Andy Reid would be number one. Sean Payton would be number two. And now, wow. now wh- whether or not that translates to, to Russell Wilson and his play style. I mean, that's, that's a completely different story. Uh, this is also his first year with, you know, with the Broncos, with, with a new mm-hmm. team. Um mm-hmm. I mean, it, uh, Sean Payton went to the Saints in 05, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, 2009, that, that's, that's 05, 06, 07, 08, 09. That's five seasons until they made their Super Bowl run. So, like, you know, right, right. Somet- <laughs> sometimes things take time for, for systems to be uh, implemented and, su- and stuff yeah. and to build a culture and everything like that. But, I, I mean – I don't I would not put blame on Sean Payton. I mean he he's pretty well respected around the league and and with other players. Um 
I, I don't know, man. I, I've always been a fan of Sean Payton, uh, just because his, his the way that he's always at least with the Drew Brees offense, which you know Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer, but the the way that like they run their concepts, uh, j like new new ways of doing offense and stuff. Like like you look at Andy Reid and it's like, what kind of plays are they going to pull out this week that we haven't seen? That's how I always felt with Sean Payton. Like what kind of different concepts are we going to see this week from Sean Payton? You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. with that, uh, did you see the Russell Wilson news? Well, that that is what this is coming from. The okay. the Russell Wilson uh, that he's I'm guessing getting benched for the last two games of the year. Um, so that's where this is coming from. I, I I believe, and I get that now that I've heard on this about the whole contract situation, and you know if he gets injured or released before March or whatever that cutoff date is, that they're going to owe him a lot of money. It's going to be a big cap hit. I I understand that, but yeah. So just, re regardless, regardless. If Russell Wilson is or isn't on the team next year, he he he's going to be owed thirty nine million dollars. Doesn't matter if he's on the team. If he's not, does not matter. Their whole thinking with this is they probably don't want him to get hurt because right, right, right. Yeah. if he gets hurt, he's owed that thirty nine million and then an additional thirty seven million dollars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's because what of I injury settlement. Okay. So that's I, what it is, injury settlement. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, they're trying to you know play a little money ball, I guess, with this and and make sure that they're out of you know they're not going to make the playoffs or anything. So right, they're trying right. to make sure that they're going to be as little out of out of pocket as possible. So I'm sure that they've had uh, you know talks with Sean Payton, and it's like, hey, who's is is Russell going to be your quarterback next year? He's probably like, well, he's probably going to be on the team. Is he my quarterback? No. No, I'd yeah. like to draft somebody or something like that. That's mm -hmm, probably mm -hmm. what this is. I mean, I, I don't think that they're just going to pay him $39 million to not be on the team. I think he's still going to be on the Broncos next year. Now, is he going to be the starting quarterback? I have no idea. I don't think so. I would say no. I would say well, no. he's not going to. It doesn't seem like Sean Payton really digs Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, I agree hundred percent. They haven't been on the same the same terms since he got there. I mean, there's always been some type of friction. That's what I'm saying. Sean Payton's been been you know he's had smart little smart remarks all year about Russell Wilson. But all I'm saying is the second best offensive coordinator of your lifetime. You think that's Sean Payton? Repeat that again. So your statement earlier was that Sean Payton is the second greatest offensive coordinator yeah. of your lifetime? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I wouldn't even – no, nah, I mean, I can't even name a bunch, but I wouldn't have Sean Payton. Shanahan's getting up there. Shanahan's yeah, probably um, number three. Yeah. I think so, a lot of that was Drew Brees and – yeah, I just uh, I think he's a little overrated. I mean, we'll see what he does in Denver. I guess if he gets his quarterback and his team, then then we'll be able to tell. But don't act like all the blame's not on Sean Payton for this for for part of this season. I'm just I'm just excited to see uh, Pat's legend Jared Stidham get some playing time. Yeah, exactly. The, the last go. two weeks of the season. Yeah, I I hope see that that's where it's gonna that's what's gonna happen. Jared Stidham is gonna ball out. 
and he's going to be QB one of the Broncos next year. Next year? Uh, yeah. My yeah. opening take is something that you'll appreciate, something that we've had conversations about is, and I feel like this has been my opening take before, just okay. th- these are now new players that fall under this category. The tone-deaf players. Okay. And it, it's our boy, Ja Morant. And, <laughs> and newly this week, uh, George Pickens as well. So the George Pickens thing, because me and you can talk about the John Morant thing, but uh, the George Pickens thing was the game against the Colts. He didn't block. And he he has been – he has been scrutinized for not run blocking earlier in the year. It's just it wasn't as obvious because had he blocked, Jalen Warren would have scored two weeks ago against the Colts Mm -hmm. if he had blocked. Mm -hmm. And his whole response to the media was just that – yeah, I mean, I I didn't want to get hurt, you know, like which is a terrible excuse. Uh, you know, that's not you know, quote unquote, winning football or anything like that. And he comes back with a uh, what are you even talking about, dude? He he comes back with a four catch, hundred and forty five yard performance this past week. So he you know he he definitely had to bounce back. His quote after the game was that. Yeah, I heard all the talk. And it's just like, bro, 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 what are you talking about all the talk? Like, this is legitimate evidence that you did not block (laughs) because you didn't want to get hurt. Like, that's a selfish thing. So, yes, of course, people are going to call you a selfish player that you're only engaged when you're getting the football. Yes. Like, that. that is the evidence that we had to, to prove you guilty if we're in front of a jury. Right. So what are you talking about? I heard all the talk. Dude. The talk was factual. Like yeah, we, and we can we job. can so so if 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 people are ripping Brock Purdy for throwing four picks this past week or Patrick Mahomes for throwing, you know, two or whatever he threw and it's like, yeah, Pat Mahomes, Brock Purdy, they didn't have game that good games. They had they threw interceptions. It's like, yeah. Yeah, cuz that's actual facts. Yes, they threw right. those interceptions. And it, this is the same yeah. thing. It's like, dude, what are you talking about? I heard all the talk. The talk is factual. Yeah, yeah. These guys just find anything. I guess as an athlete, you got to find stuff to get motivated. Uh, even when you mess up, you, you've got to turn it around on the on the media that, that they're going after you. But, yeah, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, like I said, and – and for the audience, I never played a down of football in my life, but I do know that a wide receiver part of his job is to run and pa- run block. Um, so, I mean, yeah, if you're not doing that, then you're not, you know, doing that part of your job. And obviously it just stood out now because it cost you a touchdown. Um, but, yeah, man, a lot of wide receivers, I'm sure if we went on tape, we'd see a lot of, like, lackadaisical, like, run blocking or – or, you know, not running the route. Like, Kadarius Tony gave up on that play a couple of weeks ago. Um, the, the what, the the lateral back yeah. to him from Travis Kelsey, he had given up on that play. He was just in the right place at the wrong, you know, right place, right time. So, yeah, these, these, I mean, whatever. Yeah, I heard, you heard the talk, dude. He came back with a good game. That's good. But well, he, he did get called out for not. He, he heard the talk. But our boy John ja Morant kept the receipts, dude. Yeah, I don't. So, I'm 
I'm checking on my phone after the the Memphis game. I see that he is the game winner. And about 30 minutes later, there's a video posted of him running down the tunnel after he hit the game winner saying he kept receipts. He's like, I kept receipts, in which, you know, I know, I mean, I, I guess I understand what he's saying is he, he, you know, he kept up with what everybody said about him in the media and what, what people were saying about him, whatever that may be, whatever other people's opinions are of him. But uh, I just knew I had to send it to you because it would be a great topic of conversation. Um, so here, here's the thing, though. Yes, I, I get what he's saying. He's 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 pumped up and he's motivated at that time. But come on, dude, you. What happened to you? The suspension was your fault. It was your fault. You were you were asked not to do something, and you and you did it, and you got suspended, and. It's not that anybody was really saying any. I didn't really hear too much negative about John Moran. I heard negative about maybe them not wanting him to go down a certain path and be around guns, well, whatever that may be. But, dude, if that's what it takes to motivate you, cool. But you did this to yourself. You got suspended 25 games by the league because of your actions, not what anybody else did to you. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think these guys really learned their lesson after a suspension or whatever was he suspended was he suspended without pay uh i'm not sure about that i don't know yeah i I wonder if he was suspended without pay but like like i said whatever but also what what, what they asked him in the uh if i remember correctly what they asked him in the post-game press conference you know oh yeah what do you mean you know they they you kept receipts he's like yeah he was like uh you know is that you know what I mean? Exactly what I said. He's like, I, you know, I can't receive. Well, he didn't even say that. He said, he said, you. He basically summed it up as, you know, you know what I said or something. And, and they're like, that's not really an answer, but all right. They just move on to the next Appreciate question. It. Appreciate that answer. But no, I mean, they are four and zero since he's come back. He he's lit a spark. Um, you know, dudes. Dude's a good basketball player. I just, you know, like I said, I think he was keeping receipts for the wrong things. He should have been keeping, like you said. He yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was the, like, when, when you sent it to me, I was like, is he talking about the, the gun <laughs> and ammunition? Like, is that what he kept receipts on? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, John Morant's a sick basketball player and everything, but the the whole that that's the whole point of this opening take is the tone deaf players. I kept receipts. Right. Well, 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 dude, you're if you're talking about the gun that you purchased, sure, yeah, you kept the receipts. You might have to return <laughs> it if the NBA makes you. Yes, a thousand percent. But like the kept receipts about whatever people in the media were saying are. Those were factual stuff. Like we were talking about, man, is Ja Morant? People, from what I remember on ESPN and all that, people were honestly like they were they were more scared for Ja Morant in terms of the people Mm -hmm. that he was surrounding himself with. And it's like, man, we've got this superstar, mega talented, you know, could be the face of the league type thing, and he might ruin it. You know what I mean? It's it's like, dude, like. Hey, come on, man! Like we we need you. You know, you need to clean up your act. Stop surrounding yourself with with people. Like people were like trying to help, right? Almost yeah. Yeah. not like being like, man, get the you know, get him out of the league. Get him out of the league. Yeah. Like like there there was none of that from what I remember. 
So like the the cap receipts thing and George Pickens here and all the talk, it's just I don't know. Players are just tone deaf into their situations. Like it's it, it's almost like players don't want to take accountability for anything that that no. they may or may not do. Like like John Morant saying that like I kept receipts makes it seem like he thinks he's not the issue. Like he's not taking well, an yeah. accountability yeah. for it. Like I kept receipts. It's like, dude, you did this to yourself. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's happening more and more in all in all the leagues. I mean, these it's they can't take con- constructive criticism. You know, that was a big part when I was growing up, like playing basketball. Like a lot of my coaches, I mean, they were they were honest with you, and and that was a part of their their coaching was constructive criticism. Like I feel that makes you better, and I feel like a lot of the a lot of these younger athletes they don't. They don't get that. They don't. They haven't had that, so they don't want to deal with that when when somebody tries to do that. They're just not used to it. All right. So Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Chiefs are really on the struggle yeah. bus right now. Uh, so the Christmas Day game, the noon kickoff game, was the Chiefs versus the Raiders. Uh, uh-huh. Chiefs did not have a good game. Honestly, the Raiders didn't have a good game. They did not complete a pass in the second half. Well, I heard not after the first quarter, so I don't know. Uh, first quarter, maybe, I don't know about the first quarter. I know after the first half. Yeah, after maybe. the first half, yeah. okay. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the, the Chiefs are just struggling. It's a down year. And, like, this just goes – like the. I think I read a stat earlier today, like 44% of the teams in the league are either at 8-7 and seven or 7-8. Seven and eight. Mm-hmm. If that math works out right, so there's a lot of, you know, a lot of good competition. I mean, the Chiefs just aren't what they've been. They're not leaps and bounds better than their competition this year, and it's just showing. Uh, and really, dude, I don't want to hear about the whole not having any wide receivers because I, I really don't get that. He has Travis Kelsey. He has one of the best tight ends of all time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, he's not a wide out. Like, he's still one of the best pass catchers of all time. And these guys in the NFL, like if, if Kadarius, Tony, and these other guys would just, I guess, work better on their routes, become better route runners, try to get separation, you know, make more catches instead of dropping the ball, you know, it, it'd look a lot different. But, dude, Tom Brady for a decade plus didn't have Yeah, he was thrown to receivers. lacrosse. Yeah, he was, play, he was thrown to lacrosse players, undrafted like, quarterbacks, uh, turned wide receivers. Right. I you mean, know. you just need you need guys that get open and and a quarterback that can get them the ball when and where it needs to be placed. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I mean, there were a lot of replays, and my parents were uh, they were over at our house for Christmas during this game, and we watched the whole game here. And mm-hmm. there was so many times, man, that. On the broadcast, I guess it was like, I mean, I guess it was the broadcast way of saying bad stuff about Mahomes, even though, like, they, like, nobody really does that. Right. But during the broadcast, like, they would, you know, replay a play and the color analyst would, who, whoever it was that day, would be like, look, this guy's open. This guy's open. Like, you got to hit mm-hmm. him here. Like, he's open on this, this break yeah. right here. Like, what's Mahomes looking at? So, like, they were being critical of Mahomes, saying that there were guys open, and there were. And, mm-hmm. I mean, me and my dad said it probably 
in the fourth quarter, I think is what it was. Uh, we were just watching the game and we were just like, he's playing terrible today. Like this is arguably the worst that I've ever seen Patrick Mahomes play. Yeah. I mean, they've regressed and dude, in, it happens most times, you know, the Super Bowl hangover, I guess, is somewhat real. But, dude, they're just – they're not as good as what they have been. Um, they don't have that, uh, you know, it factor quality. And, dude, it's hard to go back-to-back. It's hard to repeat. It it doesn't happen. I guess the Patriots were the last to do it a de- two decades ago. Yeah, so, it's, it's hard to – come back and be the best team year in and year out or or the best team in your conference year in, year out. They're just having a down year. And this right here, this right here is the fifth year. So it goes to Mark that this is not a dynasty. Yeah. yeah. This, this is just more so proven that it's, it's not a dynasty. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. It's three and four or three and five. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. It's something yep. like that. All right. So – uh Best game of the week, Pats and Broncos, obviously. Uh, we got Russell Wilson benched. Shout out to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we moved. So I wrote I wrote up all this before Free the news. <laughs> before the news broke that Sam Howe is officially benched. So what I for? wrote I wrote this. Well, he's not playing good. Uh, so I wrote my breakdown. And I said in my – I'm going to read my breakdown. We move from two to four, which I don't think hurts too much. Arizona takes Marvin Harrison Jr. Washington takes the left tackle from Notre Dame. Well, now that Sam Howe has been benched, mm. now I'm a little scared. <laughs> now I'm a li- Now we really need to start losing games, and we need Washington to win another one. We need to lose – we 1,000% need to lose out now so that – we can skip Washington and get at least number three. Arizona's not going to take a quarterback, obviously. They have Kyler Murray. Uh, but they, the Bears are obviously going to take a quarterback. I think they will. I don't think that they're going to stick with Justin Fields, even though he is play, he's playing so much better. But they're not going to keep him. They're going to draft Caleb Williams. And then Marvin Harrison Jr. is going second overall if Arizona has that pick. I think if Washington has that pick, if they ended up having the number two pick, it'll be May or it'll be the left tackle from Notre Dame. It'll be one of those two guys. But if Harrison's off the board, that that leaves what Washington. If they really don't believe in Sam Howell, they're gonna take Drake May right. at number three, which would leave the Patriots out of luck. At that point, I could see Bill either using that pick for like a middle linebacker or something like that, like a run-stopping middle linebacker, something that we don't need anymore, uh, <laughs> or he's going to trade out of the first round and get like 15 seventh-round draft picks. <laughs> yeah, the so, usual. So I, Dude, I'm a little I, scared uh, for that. Go I'm ahead. hoping he goes to uh, – I, I like Drake May, so I'm hoping he goes to a good situation. I mean, I don't know. Washington going from one North Carolina QB to another, you know, I don't know how they're hmm. – Gonna look at the locker room divide, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for the Patriots to get Drake May. I I really am because that'd give me a reason to root for him again. And and here's the thing: Bill's not losing Week 18, the last game. He's gonna be the <laughs> Patriots coach. He's not gonna lose that game. So they're definitely not gonna get the third draft pick in the draft. So 
Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll. Maybe whoever will take that left tackle or or, or whatever it's going to be, or somebody else that jumps off the board. Yeah. Um. In terms of the game, I mean, it was an okayish game. I mean, it was. It was the Pats versus the Broncos. It was what we thought it was, like what we thought it was going to be. Uh, Chad Ryland, who is our kicker, he misses a, he misses a field goal every single week. I'm not kidding. Heck he yeah. misses a field goal every single week. We spent a fourth round draft pick on this guy. Heck yeah, dude. He missed a uh, he missed basically a PAT field goal. That's the one that uh, ding uh, you know doinked off of the uh, the upright. And made that loud noise, um, and then he hits that long field goal to win the game. And it's like, what are we doing here? Like, like I'm sure Bill was like, "All right, so we could try a long field goal and lose and get a better draft pick." All right, yeah, let's send out Ryland because ain't <laughs> no way he's gonna make this. And by God, this dude did. I would have cut him on Monday. As soon as he walks in the building, he's cut. I mean, what my was goodness. It, what was the yardage on it, did you say? A 56-yarder or something? It was like 56 or something like that, yeah. And, and he, he just, made it. It yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting that he made it. I mean, I, I, I don't understand that. So, I think I may have seen that kick now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, because because of him, we you know went from number three to number four, and Washington jumps us. So, uh, But Pop Douglas and Drake May are going to own next year if we can draft Drake. Uh, Drake May or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, Drake. I'm, I, yeah, I'm rooting for him to to draft him. I think he's going to turn out to. Hopefully, he'll turn out to be the best UNC quarterback in the NFL ever. Because yeah. Trubisky and and how yeah, him and Michael this. Jordan. Yep. <laughs> All right. Whatever. So, Forty so ers and Ravens. That that was Ooh, the potential yeah. Super Bowl preview. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what that was. That's what yeah. I think. The Super Bowl preview is good. I, I think that's what it's going to be. I think it's Raider mm-hmm. Ravens and 49ers. I I think I'm thinking right now. I agree, and I think that the 49ers win. I think, I think the Bills the Bills are too inconsistent. The mm-hmm. Chiefs are I Just, mean, they they're inconsistent. It. They don't have it yep. this year. Uh, the, the Eagles, man, Eagles. they're just mm-hmm. it's hard. They won, it's hard. They won this yeah. week, but they still don't look good. You sure the America's team isn't going to slip in there, dude? Oh, Dak Prescott. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sure that they're not? I'm gonna, sure you uh, you you heard me say how bad he was on my ballers and bombs. Um, yeah, but Brock Purdy was atrocious. I mean, he yeah was... yeah he was. But listen, quarterbacks are going to have bad games. I don't think it's the end all be all. I mean, they're going to have that's a good defense. Wouldn't you say that's a legit defense? Yeah, no, no, no. If 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 nobody gets hurt on the 49ers, they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it's that's been the one like, dude, that has been and I said it a month ago probably. Like that was my whole breakdown on the 49 or it was the episode before the season kicked off is that I did a whole breakdown on the 49ers and how they had like what has happened every single year since 2019. Mm-hmm. For them to not mm-hmm. win the Super Bowl, basically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's been either this guy getting injured, that guy getting injured, these two guys getting injured, something at the very end. That's when mm-hmm. it always happens for the Forty Nine right. is at the very end. Somebody yeah. gets hurt and it's over. Yeah. If McCaffrey 
Debo, mm-hmm. Ayuk, mm-hmm. uh, Trent Williams, obviously. If Trent Williams goes down, they're screwed. Uh, yeah. uh, Christian McCaffrey, Kittle, Fred Warner. Yeah, Kittle, duh. Uh, Fred Warner, uh, Ward, their, uh, their, their cornerback. Yep. Uh, it, Bosa, Chase Young. I, oh, they're, I mean, if any, like, they're loaded, don't get me wrong, but they play football in a way that they're the most, like, it's almost like the Golden State Warriors. They're yeah, almost they're the most like, team. well, no, not that. They're almost the, the perfect embodiment of, if we want to talk basketball, team basketball. They're the perfect embodiment of team right, football. Right, right. Like, yep, if, yep. if they, they're such a well oiled machine that if they're missing one of these top guys, it truly does like hurt them more than anything else mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they, yeah, they play good, such good team ball offense and defense. So I, I think it is going to be the Super Bowl preview as long as the 49ers stay healthy. Eagles are down. Chiefs, Bills, That's going to be a good down. Super Bowl. If that it is, is. That's going to be that's going to be the two best teams in the league probably, you know, the whole year. I mean, it is, and um, I think I think the Forty ers I, I I don't care what happened on Sunday. I I, I would pick the Forty ers to beat the Ravens as long as everybody is healthy. Yeah, I think so too. I think I would too. Because if Both you look back, rare, if yeah. you look back at uh, off the top of my head, so like Brady, his first year uh, with the Bucks, they got murdered against the Chiefs. I think they put up three points that that uh, regular season yeah. game or something like that, and you turn around. And it's like okay, we were able to see what we did wrong against this team, and do the complete opposite. And you saw what happened in the Super Bowl; they murdered them. So, like, right. I don't know. Logic tells me that that same thing might happen with the Forty Niners. Yeah, um, yeah. Baker Mayfield. He is the Buccaneers' future. I truly oh, think I he's. Yeah. They just they don't need to rebuild or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They just need to reload. Yeah. Like Evans yeah. is getting older and all that, so they need to draft like another receiver or two. Mm-hmm. The offensive line is still a little shaky, especially like Brady's last year. Like they were really banged up and they were terrible. Uh, same thing for the secondary. Like those are the things that they probably need to you know rebuild on is offensive line and secondary. That's probably where they need to put all their focus in, and everything else is kind of like still set in place from when Brady was there. Right. Baker, dude, Baker, if if they, like, that's a confidence that you can put in a guy is, like, them sliding Baker a four-year contract this offseason for $100 million or whatever and being like, you're our franchise guy. We're not yeah. going to draft a quarterback. Yeah. We're not going to bring in a quarterback. You're our quarterback, and we're about to build a championship team. For you, you know how yeah. much confidence that that can put in him being like he doesn't have to look over his shoulder type thing and be like, man, by God, this is my team right here. Like, right. and I'm going to take him to a championship. Like, we're not going to rebuild. We're going to reload. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what they should do. I like Baker. Like, me and you have discussed, I said, you, you take him in the top half of the league. There's a bunch of guys you take Baker over. Uh, and, yeah, I think he can be a franchise quarterback, you know, like I've said, should he have been a number one pick? No, I don't believe no. so. I really don't. Um, but beyond that, not what he was drafted at, but if he was drafted where he should have been, Baker is 
is good. I mean, he is a good NFL quarterback. Doesn't really make that many mistakes. Uh, has a good arm, and and he's you know th- that dude has confidence, and probably the guys I'm sure love him in the locker room. So yeah, why not make him your franchise quarterback for the next four or five years and get some weapons, and and make a run at it? Because I mean, there's just a lot of right now, just a lot of like average teams I would say and Tampa Bay's like in that group of teams that are just just average I mean like a 500 football team and and if they could just get a one or two pieces it would make the difference all right ballers and bombs to end it out uh or and then parlay to poverty uh ballers and bombs so Cove, I've got two ballers um do you have any or do you just want me to go you can go. You can go. That's fine. All right. So Zamir White, uh, running back from Georgia. He's on. Uh, he's on the Raiders. Uh, Twenty-two carries, one hundred forty-five yards, no touchdowns, but whatever. He ran all over the Chiefs. Uh, and then Amari Cooper, eleven catches, two hundred sixty-five yards, and two touchdowns. Also honorary baller based like off of Amari Cooper, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. I was just about to say Joe. Was, yeah. He was eating Doritos on his couch three weeks ago, and he got a call, and yeah. he's out here slinging the slinging the pill around <laughs> like stinking Dan Marino in 1984. So yeah, there was uh, one of the the sports shows was talking about how bad they want the Browns and Ravens to meet in the playoffs somehow if the seating works, and Joe Flacco go into Baltimore for a playoff game. Um, I think if it worked out, whichever way, it would have to be the AFC Championship game, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that'd be a good story. Uh, that'd be a good story. Be it, it probably won't happen, but it'd be a good story. That would be an like if Joe Flacco could catch that magic that he caught in the 2012 playoff yeah. run, where it was like, yeah. oh, Joe Flacco's elite. You right. know, he's carrying the Ravens right now. Like he just yeah. he was so hot those playoffs. If that could happen again. Who knows? Maybe it could happen. Right. That would be an right. awesome story. Bums, Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes. Easy. Easy. Chad yeah, Ryland, yeah. because he tanked our draft pick. Okay. All right. Easy. Easy peasy. Um, all right. Parlay to poverty to end it out. Cub, do you have any basketball that you want to talk about? Besides oh. what we talked about? I mean, other than other than LeBron's probably still the best player in the league. Other than that, I mean He's not. I mean, it's all right. I mean, it's at about to be 39. He's still the best player in the world, but it is what it is. But it's not the best player. I mean, he's not the best player in the world. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe not. But I don't know. In a playoff situation, yeah, don't let the Lakers get the playoffs. Yeah, because Austin Reeves is going to steal the show and put the team on his back. Yeah, yeah. What we'll, did you we'll think see. of the end season? I didn't get to have you on. So, uh, what, yeah, I mean, what was the end season uh, tournament experience for you? Uh, <laughs> are you going to get an honorary ring from the Lakers? <laughs> so, I really don't. I mean, they won the first in season tournament of its kind and mm. they hung a banner. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's all right. Yeah. They won an in season tournament. They won a Christmas won. tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and if you want to say that, sure. But LeBron brought you two championship wins since he got there. About Let's not call it a championship. Year. It was 
it, it was a tournament. Your skin. Yeah, it was it was a tournament. But LeBron was the MVP of that. Still the best player in the world. Yeah, he should. Yeah, I mean the MVP should have gone to Austin Reeves. There's LeBron stealing something else Dude, from another player. Whatever, whatever. But hey, did you? I think you may have skipped over something. What's that? Your boy, Kyrie Rogers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, let's talk Aaron Rodgers. Yes, Rodgers. What What do you have for us? Uh, well, I was just calling you earlier because I was a little confused as to why um, Aaron Rodgers was saying that it wasn't his idea to be put on the active roster. It just kind of caught me by surprise. Like, how do they? How do they? willingly put him on the active roster if he doesn't want to be on there. He's a star quarterback. He's got a season-ending injury. Like, what are you talking about? It's just funny that that he's in spot in the spotlight all year while being out from, from an injury and still in the spotlight because he goes on Pat McAfee every week and people like us just want to talk about it. I, I hate even having to bring it up, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, why go through the whole media thing of, He's on a 21-day uh, practice term, you know, then he may be cleared to play. And then the day that y'all are eliminated from playoff contention, it's like, well, you know, I wanted to be on the IR the whole time. You know, I didn't even want to be practicing and coming back and, and trying to play. And it's like, dude, what was it? I thought you were going to make the most historical Achilles comeback of all time. But um, we'll just save that for next year, I guess. It's so interesting to me because I'm I'm looking at it. So he, they, uh, hey, act- and, and can can I go on the record saying that I've told you before, just on the record that I don't believe he ruptured his Achilles. Yes. I'm one of the conspiracy conspiracy theorists out there. I just I don't know. I don't think you get up from an Achilles tear and then sit back down. And the, I just I don't know. It didn't. I saw the video. Yeah, it looked like something popped, but. I, I still don't know, and maybe somebody can send it to you or you'll find it, a video of him actually saying that he ruptured his Achilles. You can't, no, there, there is, um, that, that is very interesting. There is no video, uh, not even on Pat McAfee, that he, he has said, yes, I tore slash ruptured my Ruptured Achilles. my Achilles. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it just, it just, I don't know, dude. It's just like. You're the you're the star quarterback of the Jets. If you if you didn't want to go on the active roster, I'm sure they're not gonna you know go against you and say, yeah, we're gonna you're on the active roster whether you like it or not. I mean, he's he's had a crucial injury. It's not like they're gonna force him to do something that he doesn't want to do. Just I don't know. Yeah. So they waived veteran fullback Nick Bowden. Yeah. To make room for that. him. Nick Bowden, a father. Mm. Aaron Rodgers, not a father. So they <laughs> they cut a guy a week oh, before God. Christmas that's a father <laughs> so that Aaron Rodgers could uh, have everybody talking about him for a week. Yeah, no, it, I saw where that guy's still getting paid and whatnot. I'm sure he had a – hopefully had a, a good holidays, not having to – get banged i think he's back on the practice squad though but he was gonna get his money but yeah it's just it may just be the jets dude it may just be the jets that he could very well be telling the truth that they're like you know no we're gonna activate you you're gonna get you're gonna go out there and practice three four months post 
Achilles surgery. And uh, if we make the playoffs, you're going to play. <laughs> maybe that's what happened. Maybe maybe we've got this wrong. I don't know. Which are are they are they eliminated from playoff contention? Yes, they're officially eliminated. Yeah, that's, I mean th- that, this that's, comes out the day that's stupid that they did that. Yeah, that's stupid. I I, I mean unless it's Rogers, unless he's lying, which is a good chance because Aaron Rodgers is a he is a narcissist. So there is a good chance that he is lying about like, oh no, I didn't ask to be, uh, I didn't ask to be activated. I asked to be put on IR. So like that that could be a load of. Right. Of bullcrap from Aaron Rodgers, uh, which is, yeah, I mean that's probably what it is. But they, yeah, I'm I'm looking at some articles. Uh, I asked to be put on IR. Being activated wasn't my idea. Uh, QB says he was overruled and didn't want anyone to be cut. It's nice to say that after the fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're out there weeks before pre-game throwing on the field like before a game yeah. and stuff so all the cameras and and ESPN and all the Instagram accounts can tweet you throwing a ball you know four months post tearing your Achilles mm-hmm. and it's like oh he's coming back he's coming back and he hasn't like he, he's totally lying about all this because he hasn't denied like oh no you, you know he hasn't said I'm not coming back or anything like yeah. that it's like well yeah. you know I I I I'm gonna be, you know, the fastest comeback from an Achilles, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be there and stuff. Uh, no, he, he, 100. This is, it's Aaron Rodgers eating out the media, and hey, the, I, I don't believe any of these articles that I'm looking at right now that he didn't no. want to be activated, dude. You've been throwing before the game so everybody can look at you and talk about yeah. you. Get out of here, like he, he's. Yeah. He's so full of himself. It is insane. Yeah, but th- that team just, like I said, you they made a crucial mistake, and their season ended four plays in. They could have immediately went and, and signed a, a veteran quarterback. Yeah. I, I mean, Robert Sala sucks. Just, I think I think Sala, and yeah. I said it uh, to Sam last time we were on here. I th- Robert Sala is a terrible head coach. He is horrible. Yeah. The way yeah. that he has managed all this, and I don't think Hackett's that good of an offensive coordinator. I mean, no, Hackett stinks. Yeah, Matt so they were product. They're not. They weren't really. I don't even like me and you said, and it's uh, You know, it's easier to say this now. You know, this late in the year, knowing what we know, but we didn't really think the Jets were a playoff team, or even really a. a I never thought they were a real contender with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. I just didn't believe that. So, anyway, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens next year, bub. All right, parlay to poverty to end it out. Cove, we need some picks from you. And hopefully you'll do better than Sam will. So you need to pull up your draft or your uh, FanDuel app or something like that. So Sam on the year is 20 and 31. Not great. Last time I checked on the, the statistician chart, I don't think that's a good okay. percentage. Uh, I am, I went one, I went, uh, I went two, one and one last week. So I'm now 29, 28 and three pushes on the year. Okay. So I'm, I'm above 50%, but barely above 50%. Um, so I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to give four. You, you can give however many you want to. Okay. I got four. I'm going 
with Patriots. They're going to ride hot this week. Patriots plus 11.5 at the Bills. I think Bill okay. always has, uh, especially late in the year, he always has McDermott's number. And I don't know. I think it, you know, I think it could be a flashback to two years ago in the snowball where we only threw the ball three times during the whole game. Okay. Yeah. So you think the Patriots are going to uh, cover? So they're going to cover, but but it's still going to be a loss for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's That's a for, yeah. yeah. We're not going to beat yeah. them. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> That'd be crazy. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 Just to cover. All right. So what do you got? Uh, we go. We go one and one. One and one. Okay. So I'm going to take. I'm going to take the. Lions. Mm, love a Lions. Pl- at plus six. At uh, negative uh, one twelve odds. So who who are they playing? They're playing the Cowboys. Oh, where's it at? Mm-hmm. It is at Dallas. Oh, that's a tough game. I like it. I like it. Plus yeah. six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's a good that's a good one. That's a good one. I always like uh I try to get a Lions pick in there every week. Uh I'll go Dolphins plus three and a half at the Ravens. So the Ravens, mm. I'm big mm. if you've listened to uh to the past few weeks. I'm big on the travel schedules. Mm. I'm big on the travel schedule. So anytime like a team goes cross country and then mm-hmm. comes back, I think like, you know, the, those are, those are weird games. Like that's a lot of travel. So I believe in travel. I don't believe in weather, but I believe in travel. So the Ravens just went to San Francisco, got a huge win on national television. Could be, could be a letdown spot at home. Because they're coming back cross country off a huge game. Who knows? The Dolphins really want that number one seed, which whoever wins this game could get the number one seed between the Dolphins and the Ravens. So I think it's going to be guns blazing. Dolphins have a little bit less travel on their belt. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. Dolphins plus three and a half. I think the Dolphins win outright, but I'm going to take the plus three and a half just just for uh, you know insurance. Okay. So I am going to well that one's too easy to be honest. Um I'm gonna take the Eagles money line mm. at negative five fifty over the Cardinals. It's at Philadelphia. I think they bounce back and have a uh have a good game and, and pretty much uh, they'll probably route the, the Cardinals. So I'm gonna take the money line there. All right. Uh Give me Falcons and Bears under 37 and a half. 37 and a half, not a lot of points. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unders usually hit more than the overs hit every single week for the past like mm-hmm. three years. So mm-hmm. I'm going under. The Falcons defense is actually pretty good. The Bears defense is rounding into form. I I don't know. I I'm just th- this game's gonna be like it's going to be a weird – this game's going to totally be a weird score. This game, prediction, Bears 19, Falcons 13. That's mm. that's going to be the final score right there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Falcons-Bears okay. under 37 and a half. Well, that's funny because I was about to do an under. So, for the Panthers-Jaguars, I'm going under 38. 
and that's minus a good one. 110. That's a yeah, good I one. think I think that the Jaguars win. I, I believe that the Jaguars win, but I believe it's it's definitely going to hit the under. Is it Those 38 or 38 and a half? Well, I'm on DraftKings, so it's 38 here. 38. But it, okay. I'll take 38. I'll take whatever it is. I'll take yeah, for it to yeah. be under that. All right, so my last one is going to be Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington mm-hmm, plus mm-hmm. 13 and a half. Mm-hmm. Traveling, so I'm, I'm kind of contradicting myself, but Washington mm-hmm. plus 13 and a half has a lot of points against the, the 49ers at the mm-hmm. 49ers. Probably it contradicts what I said a few minutes ago, but... 13 and a half, that's a lot of points. So I'll, I'll take mm-hmm. the points right there. And Jacoby Brissett is starting. Pat's legend. So Okay. Uh, I have one more. I'll do my last one. Uh, I am going to take the Browns at minus seven and a half at minus 102 odds. So I'm going to take the Browns to cover against the Jets. It's at Cleveland. Oh, at home against the Jets? Yeah, a thousand percent. Hey, that's hey. If you want me to take money line, I'll take money line. Like, no, 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 no. We 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 like the pluses and the minuses because it's okay. It's better than doing the uh, doing the money lines because money lines are easy. <laughs> even though you took Eagles money line Cardinals. Yeah. Um. All right, Cuff. Appreciate you joining us. You got anything yeah. else to end it out? No, nah, we'll talk later in the basketball season. Uh, Draymond, oh yeah, just real quick, Draymond should have got uh, suspended for the entire year. But Draymond Green, the uh, who every the kid best. wants to grow grow up and be like, <laughs> right, right. Every but no, kid's thanks role for, model. Yeah, no, but thanks for having me on. Hopefully, somebody listens. Yeah, probably not. Everybody <laughs> just unsubscribed. All right, we'll see you guys uh, next week.